Welcome back to One Street Over. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Bryce. Hey. And he's a little bit sick, so he might be a little low energy today. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're also joined by our friend, Jairus. It's up. <laughs> they can't see you doing the peace sign. <laughs> well, you, you have to do the peace sign to also get the proper inflection. That's true. It's part of the act. That's why See. That's why um, voice actors make faces when they're yeah. doing their voices. It just helps them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, we brought uh, Jairus on today for our podcast because uh, you both just got back from summer camp uh, with our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, an annual thing that I used to go to when I was in high school and unfortunately I was busy so I wasn't able to lead with you guys but I heard you guys had a good time so we're going to be talking about that today so it was a really good time um I don't know do you want to start with talking about when you guys because both of you had been to summer camp as students yeah I was never exclusive enough to be invited (laughs) to Bethany's summer camp (laughs) in high school were you guys friends in high school yeah okay Ugh. but uh i've heard about i mean i, I heard that joe was invited one year or a couple oh, yeah. years i had totally forgot about that <laughs> and then but like it was always you and chris i guess that went yeah um i feel like i only went once or twice honestly uh that i can really remember and I think I was a freshman in high school and I made friends with like juniors in high school, which made me feel super cool. Okay. Um, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> Social totem pole kicking in there. Yeah. I felt included. Did uh, they have, were middle schoolers included when you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It was junior high and senior high. Uh, but it was seventh and eighth grade. They, Cause this year they, you could come, come as an incoming seventh grade, like finish sixth grade going into seventh grade. Yeah. Which expanded is new. It. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to get a little closer to the mic. Okay. Bring it closer to you. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to give a little like overview of what summer camp was like. So, well, when I went, I just learned it's different now. But when I went, it was in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Uh, we went for a week. Uh, we stayed in like cabins. Um, and then there's like a mess hall and then like a meeting hall um, where we did like the lessons. And then... Um, the funny thing about like Lake Geneva itself was like we always had. Did you, did you guys have like a time where you went to town uh, with no, the kids? Okay, no. so in Lake Geneva we would go to um, the city like on <laughs> one of the days, and you can take a little bus. You call the city? It's like <laughs> the town. It's, yeah, it's like a one street. But it's I'm a pretty like, of like Harry Potter and going to Hogsmeade. Yeah, it was, it was like pretty much that. <laughs> and because uh, so we would have like an hour to like walk around downtown, which is also like by the lake. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone pretty much just bolted for this pawn shop and the comic book store. <laughs> and I remember buying these like dagger scissors that I still have in my apartment that everyone looks at <laughs> at that pawn shop. Huh. And then everyone, uh, the leaders always get upset because the kids would come back with knives and swords and they're like, what the heck? We can't let these kids go home with this stuff. So we had to like pack it up and tape it up and put it in our suitcases and not use it at camp. <laughs> okay. So yeah. And then we had a, um, like go to Walmart, like senior night. Um, so the seniors would go to Walmart heard in about like that. the middle yeah. of the night, uh, towards the end of the week. Um, Yep. So that was like my experience with camp. So like obviously it was on a lake. Um, we could go swim there if we wanted to. They had like boat rides and uh, stuff like that. And then there's like a giant slide, uh, water slide, and 
uh, volleyball and stuff like that that you'd probably see at camp. So what was your guys' camp like? So Lake Williamson is in Carlinville, so it's like two hours south. And, well, I, I, I always, the only camp that I can compare it to is band camp because that was the only camp that I have gone to multiple <laughs> times. And the conditions were like infinitely better than band camp. <laughs> yeah. you, you get, I don't know about Lake Geneva, but we had air conditioned rooms, uh, you know, an air conditioned dining hall. And then actually the, like the banquet hall was like freezing every day. Oh yeah. The meeting room. Yeah. yeah. The, where we did yeah. the sessions. Um, but you know, there's a big lake. The property is probably like a mile long by like half a mile wide. So it's a pretty big property. Um, bunch of buildings to stay. I mean, the high school was on one side of the property and then the middle school was actually on like the opposite side. So it was quite a walk between them. Yeah. That was kind of unusual. Cause we normally have like, there was the building beside the activity center, like the two, like that kind of formed a T. Oh, the like Williamson we, lodge. Yeah. Like we normally have that and we're sort of like super close to everything. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't have because yeah, I think we could have fit everyone. I think we could have fit everyone in that one building. Yeah, because yeah. they said that you can do anywhere from like groups of fifty to like thirteen hundred. Wait, you can get for thirteen hundred people at that camp? Yeah, so you could have thirteen hundred people there apparently. Goodness, okay. if you filled all the rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, then they have like the activity center where they have an indoor pool. And they have two gyms. Um, another like banquet hall upstairs, which is where we did everything at winter camp. Mm-hmm. And then they've got a bunch of small rooms. Yeah. So it, to me, it felt more a like a room a what? Is, and a weights room, which was very important to the senior guys. <laughs> yeah. But they said only two people are allowed in there at a time and then they all bailed. <laughs> so how like strict were COVID restrictions with the camp and stuff? It was way more strict five months ago at winter camp. Okay. The, uh, because we had two groups and it was like oh the green group is coming to the gym right now and so the blue group has to leave and that was winter camp yeah winter camp and you had to wear a mask i think we had to wear a mask into the dining hall until you like sat down i'm not sure i don't remember i did hear one thing about your camp is that there was a uh infection (laughs) oh (laughs) but then this time the staff was still being strict like the staff still wore masks but nobody at our camp did okay and actually the staff was super mean and like just had an attitude and they were like it was it was was like oh can we come use the gym and it was like not till 1 30 and it's like but it's one twenty, and there's no one here. Like not till one thirty. <laughs> it's like, come on. Jeez. And then Ryan Vance put it. Uh, he's like, the skill required to work here is so low that you could easily take your skills somewhere else, and get paid more. But no, you choose to bring your attitude here and torture these kids for a week. <laughs> yeah, that camp sounds like way more staff wise sounds like pretty strict like i mean i did mili- feel kind of bad for them because they i don't know i felt like they only had 10 people on staff yeah they, okay. were, they for, were definitely short staffed for yeah. 200 plus people because yeah. is that facility like used for christian camps or is it like it's lake just, williamson christian center yeah. okay it's a christian camp because i think like geneva camp too was like predominantly christian camp and like i just remember the staff being like super nice mm-hmm. um but I really only saw them when they 
cooked food. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The, so at winter camp, the when we did the high ropes course, they put some like uh, biblical teaching into it with like supporting your neighbor and having a partner and like supporting them and like bringing in some scripture uh, uh, into like doing the high ropes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's a cool high ropes course there. I did that um, when I went to win, uh, snow, it was called snow camp when I went to it. Uh, I did that and yeah, it was cool experience. It was a lot. Um, yeah. You get a lot more out of it with the whole like team, team building and stuff. than when I went to the high ropes course at our um, high school yeah. leadership retreat <laughs> thing, <laughs> it was just like go through as fast as you could. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I had a different experience with the high ropes course. Cause like the, the, the teamwork thing felt very hokey to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like it felt more just like a skill, like a skill thing than like a teamwork thing. Maybe it meant more to me. Cause I was like, I can't remember if I was in junior high or not, but I was like, I just felt like I got a lot of a lot out of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. It's different if you're not scared of heights and if yeah. you're okay. have like no fear. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. Yeah. If you if you if you are afraid though, and having somebody like coach you through walking across, mm-hmm. it helps you a lot. Yeah. That is one of the like slightly most embarrassing moments though, is when like you're f- afraid of something and someone has to coach you through it. Um, because my experience was doing a rock climbing wall, uh, and like I was probably. 11 or something and i'm like shaking <laughs> and this guy it was like at an arcade that in play that yeah. was downtown oh, yeah, yeah. i'm like shaking i'm like halfway up the wall and the guy's like come on buddy you can do it just think of that train you know i think i can i think you can come on say it and i'm just like no <laughs> um and i just like gave up and he's like oh man you like really disappointed and i was like I want to do this. I hate rock climbing walls. <laughs> like to this day, still. Yeah, to this day, um, I still don't really like doing them. And okay. when we went uh, recently uh, to elevate or whatever, um, first ascent, first yeah. ascent, yeah. Um, I just did the bouldering okay. where you don't have to get onto yeah. a harness and climb super high. <laughs> Both of them are tough. I mean, bouldering gets really hard really fast. Yeah. Yeah, I just did like the medium, the easy ones, or the yeah. easy ones, and like jumped off. I just did. I don't like being attached to something high up and having to like. If I fell, it would be painful. Yeah, <laughs> another jump. Yeah, but you don't fall. That's the thing is having trust in your belayer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but even still, like that, like being that high up is really is kind of terrifying. It is, yeah. Even the kids at the camp this week, we had to do an obstacle course on, I think it was on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And there was just one little climbing wall and you just had to climb it and go like 15 feet left to right. And like there was a kid, there would be kids that got on it and they're like, ah, just like start shaking. It's like, you're like four feet off the ground. <laughs> it was a mud pit at the bottom. So like, yeah, fall- falling was a little bit worse. Cause he'd also end up all muddy, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought it was like there, your mentality completely changes as soon as you're like on a wall. Oh yeah. Yeah. No matter how high up you are. Did you guys play, um, like CTF in the dark volleyball dodgeball. or dodgeball? Yeah. Black um, yeah, but it was, it was much better at winter camp cause there was way less kids. Okay. When we, when we did it, it was the first night mm-hmm. and it was like, Oh, this team and this team. And then it was like, I was in there with the middle schoolers since that's who I had. And it was probably 
40 on 40 and it was yeah. just chaos immediately <laughs> it was just it was just too many kids yeah the gym's not big enough to do yeah there's not enough space in the gym to do it which i think is the challenge and we didn't have enough time either that too yeah. i think it would have been better if we had done like orange team versus green team mm -hmm. and just sent those two teams in there yeah but nobody really knew their team yet either because mm -hmm. we didn't really establish the team stuff until maybe like monday. monday night right during the session yeah it may have been sunday night but i don't think any uh, nobody was comfortable with their team that first night to mm -hmm. be to make it like a fun dodgeball oh we should end dodgeball for points yeah like later in the week that, that would have been fun yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes it more competitive because we did tug of war for points so why not do dodgeball <laughs> so my blister is still healing from that and that was five days ago now it's tuesday tuesday was it oh wow mm -hmm. yeah. it's tuesday morning because yeah. that was the last event that the COVID kids got to yeah. do. <laughs> so the COVID kids, so one kid got an, one kid found out he was exposed, and then everyone he was exposed to had to quarantine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you want the full story, it was a kid got on the bus Sunday, and then Sun Monday his dad, or Sunday night I think his dad had started showing symptoms, so then he got tested Monday, showed positive. And that kid, like, went home. And then <laughs> my roommate, Luke Fisher, had ended up sitting right next to that kid for two hours on the bus. <laughs> so Luke got put in quarantine. And then everyone in that kid's room got put in quarantine. Mm -hmm. So okay. it was that kid's whole room and Luke. <laughs> so what did they do? Um, like, so they still attended sessions and stuff. So they would come in. Like, after everyone had, like, sat down, they would come in. Like a little bit later um, <laughs> they would say all the way in the back yeah <laughs> and then like the same thing for dining they'd come in after everyone had gone through and then they'd sit outside and then like during the rest of the time they were just like kind of doing they had structured their own thing but they were doing their own thing okay so they did it seemed like they did a bunch of fishing <laughs> yeah yeah they so pretty much just went fishing every night they yeah. got really close then they got to know each other i guess yeah. <laughs> stuck with each other for a week and it was like freshman boys mm -hmm. or yeah so 15 year olds so no one wanted to hang out with them anyway because <laughs> that was cool when i went i was a cool freshman kid. <laughs> we'll take, take your word for it <laughs> thanks jared i was talking to there was one the one day that they came to the pool and i was talking to them like through the fence because mm -hmm. they kicked us out of the pool and then bradley weichel walked over and was talking with me to like six of the freshmen mm -hmm. and one of the freshmen was like bradley i'm really glad it wasn't the senior boys that got COVID because that would have ruined your summer camp and he's like i'm glad it was us because we've got three more years oh. and like we're all close anyway so we just got to hang out all week it was that's like, so wholesome what did this kid is like so mature yeah. <laughs> why how is he 15 that's awesome luke and then we were talking luke had mentioned it at church on sunday that like it was a really sweet time for them like they got to bond a ton mm -hmm. like, in their little and apparently none cool. of them are girl crazy yet yeah. so they were all just interested in like growing closer together yeah. rather than being distracted yeah oh, that's good <laughs> did you hear it? so they we usually call them the cohort like a cohort and then they decided they want to be called the zombies instead <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome so it was like hey 
uh you got to clear out the pool the zombies are coming <laughs> that's totally what they said that's totally something like we would have done like it would have been like we would have played like tag and it's like you don't get tagged by the zombies except it's actually a deadly virus right now so <laughs> it's a little Although bit we, different we never made the connection that the whole theme of the camp was the resurrection of christ yeah. and then it was like zombies <laughs> resurrected from the dead was, right. was that intentional i don't know okay <laughs> just uh we never no one no one ever tried to connect the two and like give a good lesson on the resurrection related to zombies <laughs> maybe there isn't one but it's funny i don't think there is one at least not one that comes to mind easily <laughs> there's no good connection i don't think yeah. that's the reason why <laughs> so do you guys have any like funny stories uh was was were the kids smelly? Did anyone like not shower for the whole week? Because that was always a thing. Well, <laughs> the day before we left, um, I was talking to Elizabeth, and she said, "I'm really sorry that you have seventh grade boys because they're smelly." And I was like, "Hmm, never thought about that." And then Sunday, I went to Hy-Vee before and bought an air freshener for the room and uh, just a bottle of Febreze, good, and just stuck it in the room i don't know if they actually use the febreze apparently they just apparently they did like spray a kid a few times (laughs) but like my room they we showered every night and like we just all showered and then it smelled fine dang that's good because like it was it was almost a game to see how long you could go without showering to some kids yeah like yeah seventh eighth grade year i don't know my my whole room was just little athletes so mm-hmm. i think they're just used to their parents telling them to shower after sports That's so they good. were all fine with showering well i think you said um the younger generation is pretty like health oriented so they're probably hygienic as well it's like they don't want to eat bad foods they seem to work out and they like have good hygiene like they definitely snack less yeah they really like soda but they and brushing your teeth they weren't really too keen on that mm. i i I should have enforced that more, but I just kept forgetting about it. So I don't actually know how often the kids in my room brush their teeth. <laughs> there was one kid that his nickname was Beto. It was like brushing is totally overblown <laughs> or overrated. Beto. And I don't know why his nickname was. Why the heck? <laughs> they all had nicknames. So, Wait, so. for them, like, did they give, create those nicknames during camp or like? i think so i think they created him like sunday or something yikes imagine that being your legacy (laughs) so when i went to winter camp um i had jerry nor in my room (laughs) and it was only a week it's only a weekend right yeah it's friday saturday sunday and um he just was like yeah i'm not gonna shower so like by the end like the second last night it was like he smelled so bad and like our room just smelled so bad and then like someone decided to be like you know what i'm just gonna spray axe body spray everywhere to fix this and then i literally could not breathe in the room i had to step out and i had to sleep that night with like i was like gagging myself with my own sock my own dirty sock because it smelled better (laughs) than the room (laughs) yeah it was so bad was it really just one person yeah (laughs) it's only him (laughs) that smelled so muriel had 11th grade girls and apparently she only had I had eight boys and our room smelled fine and she only had five girls and one girl didn't shower and said the, rest of the room smelled terrible. Dang. 
I feel like 11th grade girls should have a higher standard of cleanliness than some of the guys. I agree. No, it's because they're they're like, no, girls don't sweat. They just are like, girls don't need to wear deodorant. And they just refuse to accept reality. It's like, I haven't sweat all week. I don't need to shower. Sus look. It's a conversation every like mom has to have with their daughter. It's like, you're you human. smell. And they're like, no, I don't sweat. Because like they don't for a long time. And then all of a sudden like puberty hits and they just start sweating and stinking and you have to tell them the word deodorant and they're like, what? I don't want to do that. You're talking about this like your experience with this conversation. Someone told me this exact story, so I'm okay. not going to name a name though. <laughs> I don't have, I'm not a mother. <laughs> Other than that, I had no issues. I didn't really have any issues with my boys at all. Because they all were like self-sufficient they all were friends with each other so they you they just moved as a unit around the camp nice. <laughs> except for i think one kid one kid was not part of like the group uh, but uh he had other friends that he hung out with otherwise they all just stuck together and it was really cool i didn't have to like worry about kids being homesick or anything like that which actually was a question that i asked somebody during the week was what age what age do you hit that it becomes um, like you just don't feel homesick anymore? Seventh um, grade. <laughs> I, I th- it might be like okay. So the kids in my room had all just turned thirteen, uh-huh. and I was thinking back to like when me and Mike would hang out, um, and I would do sleepovers at like age eight or nine, mm-hmm. but I got really homesick when I went on a trip away from my parents the summer after fifth grade even though my parents were in the same city <laughs> i was just like really upset with being separated from them but i was i guess i had turned like 11 so i'm thinking yeah like 12 13 you just i don't think it's an age i think it's a maturity level and i think it depends on your parents as well so it's like a nature and a nurture thing because if your parents are not very sheltering like you and i Bryce, had very sheltering parents yeah so we got homesick we were homesick for longer uh, like till seventh grade, Wait. but I think if you had parents that were kind of like made you just kind of support yourself from a younger age, you probably wouldn't care. Like Joe, uh, Joe's was a, I mean, not that his parents didn't care, but like he was an only child that like he he didn't get homesick going on camping trips and stuff without his family. So, Wait, so you're saying a positive amount of sheltering leads to a positive? Cor- it's like a positive correlation to homesickness. So yeah, the more like sheltering your parents are i think the more likely you are to be homesick okay or like i guess the less that your parents try to like push you to do things you're uncomfortable with Mm -hmm. okay i think your phrasing might have been backwards (laughs) or i misunderstood it okay sorry like my sister got super homesick even up through high school i think like she almost never could yeah because i think it's an emotional thing because and like girls are more emotional and probably connected to your parents more so it's like it's like they didn't want to be separated from them so like i think i think about like my seventh grade year like it was just the, like the freedom was a new experience right and that was way more fun than thinking about home <laughs> well i also think it depends on your situation because i didn't get homesick going to summer camp because it was like air conditioned and nice food and yeah. good friends but i got homesick going to camp with boy scouts because it was a week 
living in a tent and everything was wet and gross and there were bugs everywhere and I hated it. <laughs> so I got homesick. And you like weren't familiar with the people you were with. Yeah. And I just, yeah. And so I, I, yeah, so I wasn't having a good time and, um, <laughs> I wasn't homesick until in the middle of night of the night, my friend was sleep talking and rolled over onto me <laughs> and started screaming like, I want my mom. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing, dude? And he's like crushing me. And I was like, get off of me. So then I started thinking about my mom and then I got homesick. <laughs> And then we both just had a terrible rest of the week. Mm. <laughs> it's really bad. Yikes. What but about... You know, but, like, that's the thing is, like, homesick. Like, I physically got sick. <laughs> like, I got a stomach ache and, like, threw up. Mm-hmm. Because I think it was, like, anxiety-induced. Mm-hmm. And I actually look at that as the first time of me having anxiety and getting nauseous to that continued on throughout my life to when like I was in college and doing nursing clinicals, I got anxious and I'd get nauseous and I actually like threw up before class sometimes. (laughs) So (laughs) I feel like that was that summer, that camp in Boy Scouts was the, uh, (laughs) was it the cause or just the first occurrence? I'd say it might've been, it probably was just the first occurrence. It feels like it was the cause. (laughs) Well, because I'm thinking about band camp again, (laughs) and I think that's why I think there is like an age because almost every kid that went to band camp was totally fine with Mm -hmm. being away from their parents. I don't remember anyone being homesick. Uh, Yeah, I don't think I did either, but we were in high school, so it was a little... Yeah, so I think it is like somewhere in seventh or eighth grade because then by the time you get to high school, you're just ready to be apart from your parents. Yeah. And and then even further down the road, like college, it's like, yeah, get me out of my parents' house. Yeah, <laughs> I threw up at band camp too, though, my first year because I was anxious. <laughs> I thought it was because the drum was pushing on my abdomen too yeah. much, and I was having like stomach pains. Uh-huh. And then I threw up and I felt better. And then like, yeah, I just kind of figured out it was anxiety. So. <laughs> it's really weird. How good was this your guys' band? Because like Dunlap did not go anywhere for band camp. Like we just did it on our football field. We well, we won state. Um, junior and senior year, or was it like sophomore yeah. and junior? Uh, no, sophomore and senior. It was every other year. Okay. I thought we won junior and senior. Nope, junior we were really close, and it was super unfortunate. Junior because... year was when Paige started, and I remember. I think we won. I'm pretty sure we won junior senior because she won freshman sophomore, and then it was like, oh, we're gonna be the class that wins all four years, and then they never won again. Maybe. <laughs> Are you sure? Because. <laughs> Maybe it was a drumline thing. We didn't win drumline award because, like, our our junior year drumline was the best, mm-hmm. and we didn't. I feel like we didn't win state because it sucked because we felt like we we deserved it. And then senior year, we sucked, and we won. So we were kind of like, "What the heck?" <laughs> uh, I don't know. But anyway, our band it was a smaller. So I mean, this is why I like to correlate between band camp and summer camp is mm-hmm. because. You're in a room with 10 people. Pretty much you're forced to have 10 people. Yeah. It's like find a cabin of 10 people because <laughs> um, you have to fill them. And then there were, you know, you get up, um, do whatever you want for breakfast. Okay. Like you're not going as a group. Okay. Until like dinner and, uh, or lunch and dinner. Okay. But it was pretty much just be at the field at, I don't know, 730 for morning workouts Okay. <laughs> because we did like a warm-up stretches around the just field. like march and stuff like that wait and were we supposed to eat breakfast before that point um i don't remember okay 
Yeah, you're kind of just like on your own for breakfast. It was like between a certain, like an hour. Like you could either not eat breakfast or you could just go down <laughs> to the mess hall and grab like a single serving uh-huh. cereal bowl. Okay. <laughs> and maybe like a banana. But because since I led morning workouts at, at summer camp, camp yeah. this week, I was trying to do what we did at band camp, which was we had like, you know, the whole football field mm-hmm. and then kids were just all the way around the sidelines. Okay. And then, um, one of the one of the sections like you know trumpets yeah. saxophones clarinets they would go in the middle and then uh basically the demo what okay. the workouts we were going to do okay and then everyone would just follow yeah. who's on the sideline did they have to make him up as well or like did the, did you like um, to do them, you yeah i mean it was almost always the seniors knew the most oh, okay. what the workouts were yeah. it, it was kind of just set in stone as a, as tradition yeah and okay. then there was this workout called the Trumpet stretch. <laughs> I had, I had, uh, oh my gosh! I just it was not. It was an innuendo, and it wasn't appropriate. And it was really funny for high schoolers too. <laughs> and it was like, ah, oh, dang it, we can't bring that to church camp. <laughs> did you guys work out in the morning at church camp? Yeah, because mm-hmm. we did that. I had to leave I it. Oh, nice. And I heard, I don't know who led it when you were there. Some Daniel Burkle. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I feel like our workouts kind of, kind of sucked because <laughs> we <laughs> so did ours. It, we only had ten minutes, and the first day it was like boom, 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 back to back to back, all these stretches and stuff, and I was like drenched <laughs> after like eight minutes. <laughs> I think you missed the purpose of morning workout. <laughs> and then day two, three, four, five, morning just, CrossFit. <laughs> it was like, all right, let's do a stretch rest for a minute and do another stretch and then rest for a minute the, yeah i think the <laughs> purpose kill time the purpose of one yeah it's more to make sure everyone's there because we used to do quiet time immediately after so like yeah it was to make sure everyone was there for the start of quiet time rather than like actually being overcome in the morning by day two all the kids realized oh i can just go straight to breakfast at eight and i don't have to go to the morning workout oh <laughs> uh, we had to go yeah and i remember i think we started it with like a massage train so that was kind of nice <laughs> that's what we were going to end the week with was a massage train uh, so you brought up quiet time and i wanted to talk about that did you guys do that like in the morning have like a required quiet time to the read scripture time? yeah like read the bible and stuff. the students did yeah okay i loved that when i was going to camp it like it made me feel extremely like close to god and like i mean <laughs> i feel like that was probably the best time that i was like uh-huh. um doing it um because i've never been as consistent as that mm-hmm. and like we were going through a devotional and reading scripture and stuff and i felt like i was just learning a lot uh so i really like that they had us do that at camp yeah i think it's really good for kids middle school and, and high school to learn how to do a devotion because otherwise like i don't think i ever had any training and so it was like kind of learning how to do it in college and after college that mm-hmm. how how to spend time in the word and like getting closer to god but at least at camp you have somebody leading you through a, like a planned devotion and you can kind of learn how to do it on your own later in life mm-hmm. yeah yeah but the leaders are almost always last in line for breakfast and then devotions were at 8 45 and i was usually sitting down at 8 35 for breakfast okay so then most of the leaders just hung out till 
and let the kids go over to devotions and then we would just meet them in the in the main hall for the session so i was doing av the whole week so the band practiced for the morning session during the quiet time so yeah so oh, yeah. there the whole time, every like every morning how was the music was that good um yeah it was pretty it was really good i think i didn't realize that the um the drums weren't going to the mains until the fifth end of the fifth session the <laughs> oh, first okay. half of camp we didn't have any like drums. i could have told you that after the first worship night so i could like i could tell there was a problem i, or, I could hear coming through the yeah. monitors though so I, I could hear drums when we were practicing and then they would disappear during the session <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah okay because I noticed okay. it like the first thing because uh, that kid Ethan was up there drumming yeah. and he was You're not getting he was anything. doing all the motions and I was like, yeah. I don't hear anything. Yeah. For drums. Oh, man. It was electric kit, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those are fun to play. <laughs> More than or why do you say or like why over that? Well, depending on the quality, they're just super jank. <laughs> so it's like you're like, I'm going to hit this symbol and it like doesn't make a sound. Oh, and then you hit it a like, little bit harder the next time. And it just like is an explosion of sound. And you're like, oh, gosh, there's just no dynamic capability. So like facetious, that was a facetious. It's fun. <laughs> yes. OK. <laughs> but it's also fun because you can just like go crazy yeah. and like you can make you can change the brain sounds to like really interesting stuff and, yeah. and make fun songs but With i played, I played drums at oh. my summer camp one of them so you did yeah uh I, yeah it was fun i mean yeah the worship team would be fun to be on except that they i feel like they did spend a lot of time rehearsing like yeah. they had to sacrifice a lot of their own camp time to rehearse yeah, which they, is, they probably spend like an hour during free time and then like 45 minutes before the first session and you don't get to ride the session. bus there with the other kids <laughs> no this is honestly go early though i like going up early is so much better i say from experience of doing it i think my 11th and 12th grade for sure maybe 10th grade as well you were on worship team yeah yeah i played drums oh you did yeah and did sound i forgot about that <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't uh, know you played drums yeah huh that's like four people then that <laughs> we know that plays drums. Yeah. Because it's you, Jarris, Eric, that kid McCabe. <laughs> like you all play drums, but only you're on the worship team. It's right easy now. to be a drummer. It's hard to be good. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Would you ever do it for the worship team? Um, I Bethany. I would do it for senior high. I wouldn't do it for Bethany because I think the production quality is too high for my skill level. Oh, really? Yeah. Because okay. I don't have any. I um dale lewis from church taught me for a couple months but that's like all the training i have oh so like i have very informal training yeah i guess mike played i had eight like years sixth of, grade through yeah high school just jazz band so he's oh, like, on, like, like on all the time for all that time? yeah yeah we started jazz in sixth grade and oh goodness okay. uh, it was on set so mm -hmm. and then i graduated high school and i was like what do i do with this skill i've just honed for eight years <laughs> so i applied for the worship team <laughs> my my time playing trumpet has only come into play this year with being able to read sheet music to play piano it's the only oh, wow. application post high school that i've had see i want to i still want to start a funk band <laughs> <laughs> so you need to get back on the trumpet a funk band or a ska band a funk band I, and then ska is a little Wait, i don't know because <laughs> ska uses trumpet is funky's trumpet yeah 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 okay um because funk would be like there's saxophones and i don't think there's okay. there's, there's there only be like a anything very in ska. <laughs> okay i think 
Scott's like only Barry Sachs. Mm, oh yeah, yeah. So they're trombones in Scott though. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's just a lot of brass. Like more, Funk yeah. you would have an actual like alto tenor sax. Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to bring up AV because oh. I had one comment okay. and that was, sorry to this kid if he ever listens to this episode, but Jason yeah. is just, I I need to show him, do some training with him on uh, Pro Presenter yeah. because he is just terrible at doing the slides and the words. <laughs> with what part? Because like the, you saw the slides about how they aren't, you don't just like click through, you have to like skip back to the chorus, so, which is difficult. I, will I don't know if you saw what i did for yeah for bailey yeah um but like we went through and you create an arrangement and then you just drag in the chorus in the way that they rehearse it mm-hmm. so for her it was just space bar yeah. space bar space bar space bar and yeah. it was way easier but in general she was better at it <clears throat> the way that she did it than uh, jason because he got quarantined for covid and then the next day i was like Wow, the slides are actually pretty good today. And then I look over and it's just sorry, her. And it was like, oh, it's not him anymore. What so I went up and told her, I was like, oh, you're doing a much better job than the last kid. How Wait, old was you know he? was her brother, right? Wait, really? And I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah. I did not know that. I don't know their last name. Yeah. Was he a high schooler then? Yeah, he was a freshman. Oh, okay. His sister's a junior. <laughs> wow. Flamed a kid to a sibling. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that was her brother yeah she didn't even tell me that she just said oh yeah jason likes to do it yeah i was like oh well she must know him because they're on worship team together uh-huh. like, no it's her brother <laughs> your brother sucks what, what what was your problem what do you think was wrong or what did With you find slides yeah just was the like time, the timing of yeah super late okay and stuff so i, I told her like yeah. what our general Mm-hmm. rule is which is like you do three syllables from the end of the s- slide basically uh-huh. and then that's when you switch uh-huh. unless it's a slower song then you can wait till like the last word yeah and then switch but just like f- you have to have a feel as well mm-hmm. for the song and for who's performing because if if you realize that they're gonna like hold it out and then wait to start the chorus then you want to yeah. leave that slide up or throw in a blank slide because there's like, you know, some little fill before mm-hmm. like yeah, interlude instrumental yeah. thing. And that's what Isaac is good about doing is adding in those for me. Cause he'll take notes during Thursday rehearsal, I think, and then create the slides or the arrangement yeah. for Sunday morning. I think, that, but that whole idea of like knowing the slide timing is something you have to like essentially be taught or realize on your own. Cause like, I didn't realize that I realized that like halfway through one of the semesters of doing it for crew was, um, when like, to switch yeah or? it was like not to switch at the last word but to switch a little bit before that yeah or like not to switch after you finish reading but a little bit before that yeah yeah it's because even now there's a kid that i'm training at church mm-hmm. and he's still not good at <laughs> switching slides <laughs> it's like not, dude just understand it huh? or like where's the hold up i think it's just like some people have that feel mm-hmm. just like dancing like some people just have the feel of like how to move their body to dance and it's called rhythm a lot of people just don't <laughs> and the same comes with like listening and like just picking up on cues uh-huh. in the music yeah and i don't think he has it like if i could fire him i could i would <laughs> whoever this kid is i'm sorry the brace is so mean <laughs> yeah i won't say his name because i said i'd fire him <laughs> yikes fired from a church volunteer position <laughs> we're just we're not in need of your services anymore 
So what other cool things do you guys do like at camp? Did you do anything special for the seniors? Yes. I I was not with the seniors. Okay. So since, and since we were so short staffed, they didn't ask other leaders to come help with the senior night. Well, I don't, I don't think it was that because we needed more people. Or I guess it kind of plays in that, but you needed to make, we need to have at least one person in all the room, like one leader. And in that's all the why, yeah. Yeah. So at winter camp, um, <coughs> I was with the seniors, which was fun. And then so I stayed up with them and we played, uh, I guess it's called like Dead Bodies, but it's basically Wait, real life among us. <laughs> and oh, cool. that was. Ooh, that's kind of spicy. Have you. <laughs> I, I not tell you about I've this? I've never heard of this. Did but... I tell you about this? No. Okay. So. Um, I'm going to timestamp this. <laughs> Pause uh, production. <laughs> the excited to laugh about this story is so good. I, I, I hated the idea at first, but then it became kind of cool. Um, oh, wait. I do remember you telling me about this. So they, cool. we had, I think, I don't know, 40. I feel like we had like 40 seniors. No, it probably wasn't that many. No, because there, there was, was 23 seniors, 23, 24 seniors this time. So guys no and girls yeah so there's no way there's more well we had a room of 10 okay and then luke was in the other room of 10 seniors mm-hmm. or like eight seniors okay and then i think there were just as many girls so i feel like there were more seniors at really? winter camp okay hmm. than summer camp which makes sense because people were on vacation for summer and also if the seniors had graduated they might not want to go which I, doesn't make sense but like summer camp's bigger though so right. i feel like it doesn't make Make, I feel like it makes more sense to have them more at summer. Yeah, they might have had jobs too that they couldn't. Yeah, that's leave. true. So anyway, anyways, there were, we'll say forty kids, and then, uh, ten leaders or so playing, and then you handed out. We used a deck of cards, and then whoever got like the ace of spades and the ace of hearts was gonna be your killers, <laughs> and then we would shut all the lights off on like that floor of the building and you just couldn't go past like this one set of double doors and you couldn't go downstairs. Mm-hmm. And then we would all just be walking around. And then if you felt somebody tap on your shoulder, you had to like fall over and just act like you were dead. Mm-hmm. And then the, the killer could like move your body and hide it um, oh, wow. if they wanted to, or they would just, run around and just find a big group and just go like tap 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 and then just everybody would fall <laughs> over and then the idea is that somebody else who's playing would be walking around and like kick a body basically <laughs> and then they would just be like dead body and like scream and then uh somebody would have to find the nearest light switch and turn on the lights okay and so the game breaks down a little bit there of the lights not coming on instantly right okay so it's not so then the lights come on and then we all circled up and started saying who found the body, what was there, uh, like who was with them, <laughs> and um, who did they last see in the room with them, basically. And uh, it got really, I mean, uh, there were a couple of people who was just like, you're sus and you're getting picked. <laughs> yeah, usually uh, it's just the first person to accuse somebody. The first person accused gets voted off yeah. because nobody wants to like think about critically it. think about anything. <laughs> well, like, and sometimes the killer would say dead body, like they would kill people and then and like, self report back to the yeah. room and then report. Pro strat. Yeah, <laughs> and then I don't know. I'd like to have. Mira wanted to talk about it more because she ruined it for herself <laughs> by, do, by doing she was the killer okay but she was also the killer of the previous game uh-huh. and people figured it out so then she got voted out and 
So then the next game, I immediately was like, I vote for Muriel to die. <laughs> and then oh, like nobody... Blind, like blind guess? Yeah. <laughs> so then, But nobody believed me. Okay. And I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but then later... So I, I basically convinced everyone that she wasn't the killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, then later... She, um, she, you could... So what you were allowed to do as the killer was... Um, find someone and shake their hand and if you shook their hand then they became your minion Uh. but you're only allowed to do that i think once per game okay so you could like wait until like the third round of bodies being found or something to Mm -hmm. like make another person yeah or you could do it immediately and so she hadn't chosen anyone and then she shook my hand and i was like are you serious? Because <laughs> I was like trying to stay away from like sus people. <laughs> and she was super sus. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, I was like, dang it, now I'm the killer. <laughs> and, but I was like, but this will work out perfectly because no one believed me when I said she was the killer. So now we'll just go undetected. But then we were both in the same room. And I think somebody the other killers like minion killed people in that room Mm -hmm. and then i had just killed troy (laughs) and then muriel self-reported the dead bodies and it was like well there's two we're both in in the same room (laughs) dead people what and it was like uh and then i think they found out within like a turn after that oh man there was a really good game though where i'd be really nervous (laughs) somebody made david burnham the like the minion Mm -hmm. and he was he just started sprinting it was just like just like tapping people on his shoulders and i was talking in a group of like five people and he just went around the whole circle and we all just like collapsed he just killed us all did it work out did did that round uh go to the- he got voted out okay. but he wasn't the actual killer mm-hmm. he was just the minion so yeah it ended up like the killer got 20 free kills out of david burnham jeez it's a good minion choice yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so that game was like yeah, pretty fun. Our um, when I went to summer camp when I was a senior, um, we did our little shindig of going to Walmart. Like, are you after are you, dark? Were you oh, yeah. the same so, as Chris Bryant? Yeah. Okay. So they were going to do that, I think, but then due to COVID, we weren't. We never left the camp. Oh, okay. So I don't know when they'll start actually exactly. leaving the camp again. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't do much, so we just went to Walmart, walked around, and then I think we got kicked out because, you know, we're just being... We don't, we're buying anything. We're just yeah. being stupid. And yeah. then we went to McDonald's, which was, like, hard to get them to serve us because <laughs> it was, like, the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. And then we went back to camp because there's, like, nothing else to do. So then we're like, well, what should we do? So we played Ultimate Frisbee in the dark. So we put, like, glow sticks, taped them to a Frisbee. <laughs> but then we were, like, being too loud because we were, like, just you know yelling in the field but yeah. like the other cabins could hear us yeah. and they weren't supposed to know we were awake for some reason or we, i don't know so then our leaders were like all right you guys can play but like you can't make a lot of noise so the way we like called out for the frisbee we were just like breathing heavily <laughs> so we were just like <laughs> like like telling to like and we couldn't see anybody either so you're just like throwing it towards the sound uh-huh. it's the most ridiculous game i've ever played <laughs> Yeah, how would you know if somebody's on your team? Everybody just starts breathing. I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. And that's what we did. We also said swag a lot that year. It was like our catchphrase. And the year before that, uh, or a couple years before that, YOLO was the phrase that we said every every five minutes. (laughs) So how many camps did you go to? 
I guess I went. I feel like I went every year in high school. I I would have to say maybe not middle school, but I didn't go in middle school. Okay. <laughs> how about you, Jarius? I went to all six. As oh, a you student. did? Yeah. Wow. I have just so many funny stories from my camp. <laughs> we had one. Do you remember Henry Lucan woke up in the middle of the night screaming because <laughs> he oh. was having a nightmare about Halo, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, ah, ah. <laughs> like everyone's like, what's going on? And at that time, oh, that was the year Joe was there, and uh-huh. Joe had just gotten diagnosed with type one diabetes, <laughs> and he was explaining to everyone how to use his EpiPen <laughs> or not an EpiPen, how to use like his like emergency glucose yeah. pen in case his insulin. Uh, blood sugar drops mm-hmm. so chris was freaking out about that and chris was sleeping next to joe <laughs> so when he heard screaming chris goes for the pen <laughs> to like stab joe <laughs> and it's like no no <laughs> he's just he's so nervous that joe's gonna like die from diabetes <laughs> and then um another year like uh we just played this game because the girls were like in a cabin like above us somehow it was there's like this walkway um above our cabin and someone like tied me up in my bed in my sleeping bag and zipped it closed and then like carried me and threw me in front of the door of the girls cabin and knocked on the door <laughs> and then they come out and they're like what the heck and then i like come out and i'm just like oh no and like start like inching away like a worm <laughs> and they're like what the heck what they tie you up with um just rope yeah, actually, I think they just zipped it closed, probably. Oh. <laughs> it's just really weird. And um, and then I think the year I was a freshman, so I was, and I was friends with those juniors and seniors. They in the mess hall, there's like a microphone, so the oh, someone yeah. would go up and like say the prayer, and they would have announcements and stuff. And we, our table was like right next to that microphone one dinner, and this was the like just recently it was when taylor swift got her first um grammy what what does she get (laughs) and uh kanye goes up and he's like i'll let y'all finish and stuff (laughs) so they're like i didn't know this reference but they're like mike go take the mic and say i'm gonna let y'all finish but beyonce had the best music video of all time and i was like okay because i think they gave me a couple dollars to do it too (laughs) so i go up in the middle of like lunch and say this on the microphone and like they were the only people who laughed and everyone else was quiet and I was like oh gosh what have I done <laughs> so no it's exactly the kind of dumb freshman thing you do yeah you just want to be cool yeah. so you're like oh I'll do it and I didn't even know the reference I wasn't like into pop culture stuff nobody else did either <laughs> yeah do you remember the Vance's year the prank they pulled with the lights the light bulbs uh no okay so in the meeting the meeting room had can lights in it um and so during senior night at some point they got a ladder into the meeting hall and uh, unscrewed all the lights just enough that they hu- still hung in the socket but they weren't connect- making contact yeah um and so the camp could figure out why the lights were turning on they called in an electrician <laughs> uh to try to fix it and then like i don't know how we got figured out but like they got figured out this, it was because like the seniors had unscrewed all the lights um and then we, we the camp was very strict about or like bethany was very strict about not pulling pranks at camp after that year <laughs> oh man yeah. oh yeah we uh i think that was the following year was when my i was a senior yeah you yeah was the year before you uh, which makes sense because vance is one year older than me <laughs> so, and like uh, yeah we were told not to do a prank but we did anyway but the prank was like we texted the like leader 
and we just like blew up his phone with texts and like he actually got mad it was like the dumbest prank and he actually got mad about it <laughs> it's like what the heck you dosed him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like i can't use my phone because our hours. class had the worst luck because in band camp too like they cracked down when we were seniors and we couldn't do anything fun yeah i don't even remember what the other classes did at band camp um Yes. Oh, uh, I remember they stacked like all the uh, picnic tables and chairs like in the middle of the marching field. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Good. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I think I don't. Remember. We didn't have a senior prank. I don't think. But I'm trying to just remember like the other three years. Did they make a? Uh, it's like the first. They made the first a pool two out years of the band were the best because those seniors and those juniors were like just crazy. Yeah, and then the class above us and our class was just pretty tame. <laughs> <laughs> That was super fun when they would, uh, it was like the seniors had to play hide and go seek with the leaders at band camp. And then like, it was like the calling card for everyone else to like break out of their cabins and go do nonsense. <laughs> and, uh, like we, <laughs> like we were going to leave our cabins and they're like, no, they <laughs> just like locked us in. <laughs> we're like, oh man. <laughs> so the seniors were like the distraction for like all the other kids to get out yeah like the other kids weren't supposed to go out it was supposed to be a special game for the seniors Uh i think i think our game we weren't even like allowed to play when we were seniors they didn't even like do it i think we we did it did we do it oh (laughs) i just remember everything being lame and then we threw water on because we had to find all the leaders right we had to find the leaders yeah and we didn't do very well (laughs) i don't yeah man you're bringing back like so many memories that i don't remember a lot of closed memories (laughs) Yeah, like repress, repressed memories. Or just no, just things that you forget. Uh-huh. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I mean, the the one thing that I remember is being a freshman and the van, the seniors, like coming in at 12:30 and just like smashing cymbals and like playing their instruments. Oh and, yeah, but they only came into the freshman cabins, okay. and they were like, "All oh, freshmen, get out on the field." That's what we march. weren't allowed to do. We weren't allowed to haze the freshmen like that. So we didn't do Midnight March. Yeah, it was called Midnight March. And they brought us all out and then they were just doing like, you have to march at a tempo of like 200 beats per minute. Yeah, they would like, like, they would eliminate you if you'd failed and then like someone would be like, go forward three, right seven, backwards 17, and then forward 20. And then they threw like water balloons at us or something. And, uh, I mean, it was still, it was fun. It wasn't like yeah. we were super hazed or anything, but I do remember like the night after that, like waking up at like 1am and like, I don't know why, but I was just sitting in bed, like at attention. I like, did that too. One night I woke I was, up in the middle of the night and like sat, sat up at attention. Like I was, and I was like, just like <laughs> sitting there and I was like, so for some reason my brain was thinking that I was like required to be like super still in bed, like laying down and it's just like, <laughs> I guess I eventually That's just pretty, fell asleep like sitting yeah. up. You know it's emotionally scarring when you like wake up. You you like do what you, your job when you're asleep. Yeah, I felt like I was hypnotized. Yeah. <laughs> so your beard's looking pretty fresh, Bryce. Did you? Oh right. <laughs> this is a really awkward segue. To- <laughs> I I had a full beard going into camp, and then I wanted to surprise my seventh graders by shaving it into a mustache on dress like your leader day and so we dressed so i i had bought them all fake mustaches yes, from ones. walmart and i shaved a mustache on monday night and then tuesday 
we all showed up to the like morning session with just fake mustaches. Or, well, all the kids had fake mustaches. <laughs> and then they also, I was wearing like bro tanks all week. So they all like tucked their sleeves in and then they, we all put on a backwards hat. And so we all looked like, they just looked like mini me's. <laughs> it, was, it was super fun. So when you shaved, did you look like a baby? <laughs> oh yeah. Well then, so I looked fine. I actually shaved it into like the, Hulk Hogan stash first. I don't remember what it's called. Where it like just a handlebar mustache? Yeah, I guess. Where it just goes down to your chin. Oh, so okay. I shaved that first, walked out to them, they're like, ew. <laughs> ew. Or no, actually they said it didn't look bad, but I was like, I think this looks bad. So then I just shaved it into a mustache and they're like, Oh, you look pretty good. And I was like, Stop telling me I look good. I don't like it. <laughs> so I had the mustache all day Tuesday, and then I shaved it Tuesday night, and then I walked out and they were all like wow you just look like a ripped 17 year old <laughs> that's like, thanks that's like that scene from logan uh when wolverine is hanging out with all those kid mutants yeah and he falls asleep and they like shave his beard down the middle so he has like the weird chops and the beard huh. that he had in the original comics right and then he's like what'd you do <laughs> he like shaves it off or whatever i don't know my my students said that i looked really really young without a beard so I guess that's why I like the beard is because it makes me look older. <laughs> Too much baby I'm starting face. to get grays in, in my hair and really? some in my Are beard really? sometime. Yeah, I mean, I've had grays and silvers in my hair since nursing school. So. <laughs> but I have dark hair, so it just kind of shows up more. I wonder if it's as a result of nursing school. <laughs> uh, I think so. There's a lot of stress in nursing schools, and that's when I first started finding them. <laughs> as previously addressed. Yes, <laughs> as addressed. <laughs> I think your hair would look good with silver, Jarris, because you've got... I mean, for those of you that don't know Jarris, he's got really long hair. He's also Asian. Down to your waist? Yeah, it's down to my, like... Yeah, down to my hips. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would look pretty sick if you had, like, gray streaks. But obviously, you don't want to get to that point until you're, like, 40, 50. But I think the other thing, though, with that is, like, it's going to grow, like... It grows from the roots, right? So you're gonna have like yeah. a chunk of black and then a chunk of gray. <laughs> well, I don't know. Look less good. I mean, hair is already dead, so yeah, I guess you'd have to wait for it to yeah grow all the way out. How yeah. long do you plan on keeping your hair that long? Um, I don't know. We're just gonna see because the goal was to get it to stuck in seatbelt length, and it has reached that point now. Um, so <laughs> stuck like, in seatbelt length. Yeah. So like, it <laughs> sounds it's, painful. It's happened a couple times now. Where like, so you know how the actual like buckle on the seatbelt moves separate from the like strap yeah so um it gets caught like when this buckle go it gets caught in the buckle and then it like pulls my hair back mm-hmm. oh, yeah um but yeah we'll see like we're gonna go until it gets very inconvenient just go straight from three feet of hair to bulb yeah <laughs> oh man it was a buzz cut before right in, in like middle school and high school and stuff so i didn't okay. know you then though yeah you have to wait till like a loved one dies and then you like cut your hair off with a sword (laughs) very dramatic uh display (laughs) so they showed mourning in ancient times the other thing that i wanted to bring up was the scavenger hunt that we did oh did you get to do that oh yeah i did okay and did you so we did a scavenger hunt i don't know if you guys did one at lake geneva no we didn't but what did you find? It like was basically stuff. Huh? Did you find like leaves and rocks? No. no. <laughs> so it was better than that. So it was to set the premise. It was the night one of the night games. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And so they had uh, Justin, who was in charge of the games, set up, had like ten 
like areas or no 10 points of the campus set up and then he had 10 clues written um that would like lead you amongst the points right does that make sense yeah and it was okay. across the entire yeah span of like the property yeah. okay so it, it was supposed to be there was supposed to be something in like each corner of the property and they certainly did a good job with that yeah. and like making this clue took you across the camp to this clue, which then brought you back across camp to this clue. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And it was like a mile in between yeah. clues, you know. The kids said they ran like five miles. Total yeah, I think time. I did six miles. So it was a race too. Yeah. Okay. It was so, yeah, so every at every point you would get a bat like ten percent of a like three hundred piece puzzle. And then so the goal was to have your puzzle done first. Three hundred pieces? Yes. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that would take me like but five hours team, alone. Each team had like 20 yeah, like people. 18, 20 kids. So then you would keep people back to do the puzzle. But yeah. we all went to like find the first clue and then send people back to start oh, okay. the puzzle. That makes more sense. Which is actually really dumb because what if none of the pieces that are in that first bag fit together? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they just like did the puzzle and cut it up. No, they probably wouldn't you do that. You could start sorting by color at least. Like that would be yeah. the, really the only thing you could guarantee to. You could just get edges and mm -hmm. basically. So our big night thing when I was in Jarrah's too, when yeah. we went, it was uh, capture the flag oh, yes. and it was like across the entire span of the camp and it was like a huge undertaking <laughs> and I was really bad at capture the flag <laughs> and I only remember at one point running, either I was running from somebody or I was just running to get somewhere and the, this was again when I was a freshman so or maybe I was a sophomore and those two older guys were with me <laughs> and I'm just running down a hill and it's dark and I can't see and I just full on run into a picnic table and like oh. flip over it Ooh. and like really messed up my knee and like <laughs> they just come over and are cracking up, they're like that was the craziest thing I've ever seen that's <laughs> like yeah I'm glad I'm not unconscious at least <laughs> Dang. And then like three other of us guys got like bad cuts. And so when we went back to the cabin that night, we like got like our, uh, peroxide to put on it and we're just like pouring it on and like, ah! like just screaming in pain. It was like a game to just be like in pain from this antiseptic. I think that's exactly why they don't do it anymore. So there's so many injuries. Yeah. A lot of people got, I think one kid had to go to the hospital. Yeah, Daniel Burkle uh, had to get, he, uh, he ran like full stop or like full speed into a backstop, like a, uh, baseball backstop oh uh, the fence yeah <laughs> yeah so he went to the, he had to go to the hospital and get stitches for that one year yeah I I remember, as a leader or as, no, a, as student. a student oh my god i remember hearing about you flipping over the table as well yeah. oh wow i actually yeah. made an impression <laughs> well we've been going at this for an hour which is over an hour now yes the uh so yeah the scavenger hunt since it was like my favorite thing um we <laughs> We, our team was like, oh, we're going to be sneaky and like call each other on phones and like, because apparently in the past they've done a scavenger hunt, but you had to have, like you had a rope and you had, every person had to be holding onto the rope at all times and you had to go with each other to like the different points Oh man! and so get rough. everyone to, the, everyone on your team had to be at the point to get the next clue or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so this time I think it was better where it was like, you guys can split up. But there's really no benefit because you can only get one clue at a time. Yeah. So, but you can have multiple groups searching for the clue and then you can like call each other when you, if one of them finds a clue and then you can say the next clue. Yeah. So um, I had that same thought, but you have like, I thought we were cheating, Yeah. but then it was like, oh no, everybody's doing this. Yeah. But if you, if you have two people, like two people on two halves of the campus in that way, it, it, 
like it saves energy because you it was really tire tiring running yeah you like needed you only needed three people like one on the northwest side yeah by the lake one on like the southwest side and then one on like the east side and like yes <laughs> i don't i'm like carnal direction i don't know like questions. one by the high school cabins yeah. one by the inflatables and the brotherhood yeah. center yeah, and, and then, then one, one by out the by the lake yeah because <laughs> like all the crew clues were there yeah we just didn't know uh which clue was coming next mm-hmm. and then one of them was just the clue was just a scrambled word but it was amphitheater and then i had heard a girl say we just ran a half mile through the woods <laughs> And I was like, okay, I think I know where they're going then. Uh-huh. So we went back and there's just a sign that points amphitheater, but it's just pitch black. Yeah. Was trail. So we were just <laughs> running and there was a kid with a cell phone flashlight behind me, but I was just running on this trail and it just kept running and it just kept running and it just kept running. And finally we found like three of the girl leaders who were just like, I don't think they'd seen a person in 45 minutes. And they're like, oh, finally, people. <laughs> like, here's your clue. <laughs> they're like, we're going to die out here. Because yeah. I think only the, really only like the first maybe two teams that like started with that clue or like started one clue before that had been there. Mm-hmm. And we were the, like maybe the third or fourth team that had found them. <laughs> and it's just. Yeah. Did you uh, have a, like a bonfire? And then everyone talked about serious stuff for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But Jimmy did a good job of keeping it like not super personal, but like more like praising God mm-hmm. and okay. um, encouraging one another on the message of the week rather than rather than doing what we did at uh, that leadership retreat where it's just like sob stories. Yeah. we Because, yeah. So we did a retreat in high school and we would gather around the fire at the end of the week weekend and everyone would talk about personal stuff because it was dark and it's like if it's dark you're anonymous even though everyone knows who you are (laughs) and like we also kind of did that at our summer camp at church but it was like you know more like testimony stuff but people would kind of talk about their hard past and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and i remember like giving my thing i was talking and then i remember the leader like made a joke during it and i was like kind of (laughs) mad so (laughs) never did that again (laughs) wow actually yeah they opened it up to seniors first yeah and then opened it up to anyone. Yeah. And then Jimmy was like, all right, we have two more. And like one was this kid, one was this kid. And then that kid tried to talk and then a senior jumped in. And Jimmy's like, oh, if you're if you're a senior, you can still go. But otherwise one, one we're ending chance. on this kid. Yeah. And then like two more seniors went. That was and so it took a while. Yeah, they did that for us too. And it was like it was like, okay, it was supposed to be like the seniors and then like other people would just always like keep interrupting and it just was like okay you're not a senior shut up (laughs) it was like we want the seniors to have an emotional moment right now because they're leaving yeah there was there was probably only two two kids that really shared their testimony or somewhat of a testimony um but other than that it was mostly just kids sharing what they had taken away from the week the most Mm -hmm. and what they were most encouraged by I honestly couldn't hear too much of it from where I was sitting. Oh, yeah. You also just can't hear people talking. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't have a ton of input. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't have like mics or anything. And so the zombies were out on a trailer (laughs) and Luke was telling me we couldn't hear anything. So we were just sitting there for two hours, (laughs) basically. (laughs) That's funny. And I I don't even know if they got s'mores because they had all the leaders. I thought they did. Roasting marshmallows and s'mores. Somebody probably took a platter over to them. 
but otherwise they were not allowed to walk over and grab a s'more off the table <laughs> i didn't have service out there but i was playing so i was playing the little, like little chrome dinosaur game <laughs> after that like some at some point during that campfire so on your phone yeah <laughs> <laughs> i listened oh, to the well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We've been, we got a good amount of content. It's so a long one. Thanks, Jerris, for joining us. Yeah, um, for sure. We give everyone the opportunity to share their social media if you want to be reached or if you want people to know know who you are. But if you don't want to, that's okay. Um, I don't have any social media. Or like, I don't use my social media for anything productive, so I'll say pass. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but as always, you can contact us at our email uh, one street over 22 at gmail.com. That's the number one street over 22 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening guys. Yep. Thanks everybody. Bye.